0: This episode of Getting the Word with Truth's Table is brought to you by IVP. What do you do when exhaustion and depression stop you in your tracks? After her own experience, Pastor Juanita Rasmus learned how to be with God and herself all over again. And by Truth's Table. If you've been blessed by these daily audio Bible podcast readings, please consider supporting Truth's Table on Patreon at patreon.com slash truthstable. This is IVP. Let's get in the Word, and may the Word get in us. Open our eyes, that we may behold wonderful things in your Word. Old Testament reading, Isaiah chapter 24 through Isaiah chapter 27. Isaiah chapter 24, beginning at verse 1. The Lord will judge the earth. Look, the Lord is ready to devastate the earth and leave it in ruins. He will mar its surface and scatter its inhabitants. Everyone will suffer, the priest as well as the people the master as well as the servant, the elegant lady as well as the female attendant, the seller as well as the buyer, the borrower as well as the lender, the creditor as well as the debtor. The earth will be completely devastated and thoroughly ransacked, for the Lord has decreed this judgment. The earth dries up and withers, the world shrivels up and withers, the prominent people of the earth fade away. The earth is defiled by its inhabitants, for they have violated laws, disregarded the regulation, and broken the permanent treaty. So a treaty curse devours the earth. Its inhabitants pay for their guilt. This is why the inhabitants of the earth disappear and are reduced to just a handful of people. The new wine dries up. The vines shrivel up. All those who like to celebrate groan. The happy sound of the tambourine stops. The revelry of those who celebrate comes to a halt. The happy sound of the harp ceases. They no longer sing and drink wine. The beer tastes bitter to those who drink it. The ruined town is shattered. All the houses are shut up tight. They howl in the streets because of what happened to the wine. All joy turns to sorrow. Celebrations disappear from the earth. The city is left in ruins. The gate is reduced to rubble. This is what will happen throughout the earth among the nations. It will be like when they beat an olive tree, and just a few olives are left at the end of the harvest. They lift their voices and shout joyfully. They praise the majesty of the Lord in the west. So in the east, extol the Lord. Along the seacoast extol the fame of the Lord God of Israel. From the ends of the earth we hear songs. The just one is majestic. But I say, I'm wasting away. I'm wasting away. I'm doomed. Deceivers deceive. Deceivers thoroughly deceive. Terror, pit, and snare are ready to overtake you inhabitants of the earth. The one who runs away from the sound of the terror will fall into the pit. The one who climbs out of the pit will be trapped by the snare. For the floodgates of the heavens are opened up and the foundations of the earth shake. The earth is broken in pieces. The earth is ripped to shreds. The earth shakes violently. The earth will stagger around like a drunk. It will sway back and forth like a hut in a windstorm. Its sin will weigh it down, and it will fall and never get up again. The Lord will become king. At the time, the Lord will punish the heavenly forces in the heavens and the earthly kings on the earth. They will be imprisoned in a pit, locked up in a prison, and after staying there for a long time, they will be punished. The full moon will be covered up, the bright sun will be darkened, for the Lord of heaven's armies will rule on Mount Zion in Jerusalem, in the presence of his assembly, in majestic splendor. Isaiah chapter 25 O Lord, you are my God. I will exalt you in praise, I will extol your fame, for you have done extraordinary things and executed plans made long ago exactly as you decreed. Indeed, you have made the city into a heap of rubble, the fortified town into a heap of ruins. The fortress of foreigners is no longer a city. It will never be rebuilt. So a strong nation will extol you. The towns of powerful nations will fear you, for you are a protector for the poor, a protector for the needy in their distress, a shelter from the rainstorm, a shade from the heat. Though the breath of tyrants is like a winter rainstorm, like heat in a dry land, you humble the boasting foreigners, just as the shadow of a cloud causes the heat to subside, so he causes the song of tyrants to cease. The Lord of heaven's armies will hold a banquet for all the nations on this mountain. At this banquet, there will be plenty of meat and aged wine, tender meat and choicest wine. On this mountain, he will swallow up the shroud that is over all the peoples, the woven covering that is over all the nations. He will swallow up death permanently. The sovereign Lord will wipe away the tears from every face and remove his people's disgrace from all the earth. Indeed, the Lord has announced it. That time they will say, Look, here is our God. We waited for him and he delivered us. Here is the Lord. We waited for him. Let's rejoice and celebrate his deliverance. For the Lord's power will make this mountain secure. Moab will be trampled down where it stands, as a heap of straw is trampled down in a manure pile. Moab will spread out its hands in the middle of it. Just as a swimmer spreads his hands to swim, the Lord will bring down Moab's pride as it spreads its hands. The fortified city, along with the very tops of your walls, he will knock down. He will bring it down. He will throw it down to the dusty ground. Isaiah chapter twenty six judah will celebrate at that time this song will be sung in the land of judah we have a strong city the lord's deliverance like walls and a rampart makes it secure open the gates so a righteous nation can enter one that remains trustworthy you keep completely safe the people who maintain their faith for they trust in you trust in the lord from this time forward even in yah the lord an enduring protector indeed the lord knocks down those who live in a high place He brings down an elevated town. He brings it down to the ground. He throws it down to the dust. It is trampled underfoot by the feet of the oppressed, by the souls of the poor. God's people anticipate vindication. The way of the righteous is level. The path of the righteous that you prepare is straight. Yes, as your judgments unfold, O Lord, we wait for you. We desire your fame and reputation to grow. I look for you during the night. My spirit within me seeks you at dawn. For when your judgments come upon the earth, those who live in the world learn about justice. If the wicked are shown mercy, they do not learn about justice. Even in a land where right is rewarded, they act unjustly. They do not see the Lord's majesty revealed. O Lord, you are ready to act but they don't even notice. They will see and be put to shame by your angry judgment against humankind. Yes, fire will consume your enemies. O Lord, you make us secure, for even all we have accomplished, you have done for us. O Lord, our God, masters other than you have ruled us, but we praise your name alone. The dead do not come back to life. The spirits of the dead do not rise. That is because you came in judgment and destroyed them. You wiped out all memory of them, You have made the nation larger, O Lord. You have made the nation larger and revealed your splendor. You have extended all the borders of the land. O Lord, in distress, they looked for you. They uttered incantations because of your discipline, as when a pregnant woman gets ready to deliver and strains and cries out because of her labor pains, so were we because of you, O Lord. We were pregnant, we strained, we gave birth, as it were, to win. We cannot produce deliverance on the earth. No people are born to populate the world. Your dead will come back to life. Your corpses will rise up. Wake up and shout joyfully, you who live in the ground. For you will grow like plants drenched with the morning dew, and the earth will bring forth its dead spirits. Go, my people, enter your inner rooms. Close your doors behind you. Hide for a little while until his angry judgment is over. For look, the Lord is coming out of the place where he lives to punish the sin of those who live on the earth. The earth will display the blood shed on it. It will no longer cover up its slain. Isaiah chapter 27 At that time, the Lord will punish with his destructive, great, and powerful sword, Leviathan, the fast-moving serpent, Leviathan, the squirming serpent. He will kill the sea monster. When that time comes, sing about a delightful vineyard. I, the Lord, protect it. I water it regularly. I guard it night and day, so no one can harm it. I am not angry. I wish I could confront some thorns and briars. Then I would march against them for battle. I would set them all on fire, unless they became my subjects and made peace with me. Let them make peace with me. The time is coming when Jacob will take root. Israel will blossom and grow branches. The produce will fill the surface of the world. Has the Lord struck down Israel as he did their oppressors? Has Israel been killed like their enemies? When you summon her for divorce, You prosecute her. He drives her away with his strong wind in the day of the east wind. So in this way, Jacob's sin will be forgiven. And this is how they will show they are finished sinning. They will make all the stones of the altars like crushed limestone. And the Asherah poles and the incense altars will no longer stand. For the fortified city is left alone. It is a deserted settlement and abandoned like the wilderness. Calves graze there. They lie down there and eat its branches bare. When its branches get brittle, they break. Women come and use them for kindling. For these people lack understanding. Therefore, the one who made them has no compassion on them. The one who formed them has no mercy on them. At that time, the Lord will shake the tree from the Euphrates River to the stream of Egypt. Then you will be gathered up one by one, O Israelites. At that time, a large trumpet will be blown, and the ones lost in the land of Assyria will come, as well as the refugees in the land of Egypt. They will worship the Lord on the holy mountain in Jerusalem. New Testament reading, Matthew chapter 27, verses 27 through 34. Then the governor's soldiers took Jesus into the governor's residence and gathered the whole cohort around him. They stripped him and put a scarlet robe around him. And after braiding a crown of thorns, they put it on his head. They put a staff in his right hand and kneeling down before him, they mocked him. Hail, king of the Jews. They spat on him and took the staff and struck him repeatedly on the head. When they had mocked him, They stripped him of the robe and put his own clothes back on him. Then they led him away to crucify him. The Crucifixion. As they were going out, they found a man from Cyrene named Simon, whom they forced to carry his cross. They came to a place called Golgotha, which means Place of the Skull, and offered Jesus wine mixed with gall to drink. But after tasting it, he would not drink it. Luke chapter 22, verses 63 through 65. Now the men who were holding Jesus under guard began to mock him and beat him. They blindfolded him and asked him repeatedly, Prophesy, who hit you? They also said many other things against him, reviling him. Mark chapter 15, verses 16 through 24. Jesus is mocked. So the soldiers led him into the palace, that is the governor's residence, and called together the whole cohort. They put a purple cloak on him, and after braiding a crown of thorns, they put it on him. They began to salute him. Hail, King of the Jews! Again and again, they struck him on the head with a staff and spit on him. Then they knelt down and paid homage to him. When they had finished mocking him, they stripped him of the purple cloak and put his clothes back on him. Then they led him away to crucify him. The Crucifixion The soldiers forced a passerby to carry his cross, Simon of Cyrene, who was coming in from the country. He was the father of Alexander and Rufus. They brought Jesus to a place called Golgotha, which is translated Place of the Skull. They offered him wine mixed with myrrh, but he did not take it. Then they crucified him and divided his clothes, throwing dice for them to decide what each would take. This is the word of God for the people of God. May God add a blessing to the reading of his word. Let us go boldly to God's throne of grace. Father God, I thank you for your loving kindness and your grace toward us. Thank you, O God, that over and over again, O God, when we see, particularly in your Old Testament, when you are planning to execute judgment that is rightly deserved for our sins and our disobedience, O God, time and again, we see prophets interceding and stepping in and asking you to be merciful and to relent and you oblige, and in your grace, and in your compassion, oh God. And we see here, oh God, the judgment that ought to have been given to us and reserved for us, oh God. You, I, We see it here at the cross, oh God, how you poured out that tribunal judgment on Jesus Christ, your son, in whom you are well pleased, your only gotten son, oh God. Thank you for the sacrifice. Thank you, O God, that the insults, the mocking, the disrespect, the suffering that we should have experienced, Christ took upon himself. I thank you that the word reminds us, O God, that Jesus Christ, though he did not ever sin, became a sin offering on our behalf. And now we are reconciled back to you, O God, by faith (laughs) in Jesus Christ and the shed blood of Jesus Christ, believing that he did indeed live, die, was buried, and was resurrected, and is coming back. Would you help us to confess this gospel truth? Would you help us, oh God, to never get weary of the cross, O oh God? Would you help us to know that that is the place? that the cross is the place of our worth. It is the place of our salvation. It is the place of our identity that you thought so highly of us that you sent your begotten son to die so that we would not be separated from you, but that we would have eternal life and dwell with you forever, oh God. So I just pray for those under the sound of my voice who have not yet received the Lord Jesus Christ as their savior, God, I pray that you will remove the scales from their eyes so that they can see the beautiful light of the gospel, and that you, by the power of the Holy Spirit, will draw them unto salvation, unto Jesus Christ. Salvation truly is a miracle, O God, and I pray that you would draw, 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 and draw many, unto you, O God, just as you've drawn me and so many others, O God. And I pray for those who are backslidden, those who have lost the joy of their salvation, those who have been in a dry and barren land, those who need the rock in a weary land. I thank you that Jesus is that rock. And I pray that you will refresh them, that you will breathe on them anew, and that you will revive them and draw them back to um, to yourself, and that you will restore to them the joy of their salvation. Show them in tangible ways, that you're with them, that you're for them, and that you love them. I pray all of this in the mighty and matchless name of Jesus. Amen and amen. Juanita Rasmus experienced what she called the crash and what her counselor labeled a major depressive episode. This landed Juanita, a busy pastor, mother, and community leader in bed. When everything in her life finally came to a stop, she found that she had to learn to be with herself and with God all over again. If you are longing for a trustworthy companion through dark days, this book is for you. Each chapter includes life-giving spiritual practices to help you discover your own new ways of being. Get your copy of Learning to Be